Most of us don't have a clue who we are or what we really want. We have lived to please everyone else for so long that we are not often even aware that we want something different. How did we get so far off track? Like our children, we want to be accepted by others, to fit in, to be noticed or recognized. Because of this desire, we have allowed ourselves to be conditioned by others to accept less in our lives, to accept untruths from others, and to generally disregard our own dreams, desires, opinions, and even the experiences that we want in our lives. No more. One of the most detracting aspects of our self-perception and how we function in our lives is what we believe about ourselves. Our self-perceptions cause us to respond to every situation in life from that point of view. If we do not believe ourselves to be whole and perfect, then we are operating from the standpoint of imperfection, self-defense, negative self-image, and need. When we operate from this aspect of self-perception, we show our children that they aren't perfect either. We teach them to defend themselves against the views and actions of others when, honestly, neither of these things has anything to do with them. People make choices. They have opinions. And those choices and opinions are theirs, not ours, not our kids. Because they are so sensitive, the children of now quickly gain a poor self-image. On top of that, they feel everything that we do and understand even what we don't. And by our example, we show them it is normal and acceptable to ignore our inner issues and dysfunctional behaviors that result from doing so. The children already feel different, as if they don't fit. And then just like we learn to do, they learn to stuff away those feelings and to act as if nothing is wrong. Because they have no coping skills to deal with their sensitivities in relation to the stark aspects of life, many of the children will become cosmically ill, as I call it. They come up with fevers, seizures, and illnesses that can't be defined by allopathic medicine, as well as erratic behaviors and emotional problems. Some of them even become self-destructive using drugs, abusing alcohol, and even engaging in self-mutilation, or worse, attempting suicide as they get older. How can we be better examples of healthy beings for our kids? First of all, we must learn to see ourselves as whole and perfect, and stop believing that we are anything else. Generationally speaking, Most of today's adults come from backgrounds that were filled with the expectations of parents and other caregivers. In most cases, our parents and caregivers did their very best to give us what they thought we needed. They gave us the life tools that they had. But much of the time, their life toolbox was missing some very basic skills— They were heavily influenced by a generation that never questioned authority, period. The rules were followed, even when those rules were in the best interest of some, but not others. Our predecessors lived in a simple time when it occurred to very few that there could be more to life than there was. 
In most of our families, we were told that we should do more, try harder, find our singular purpose in life, and be the best at it. Unfortunately, we weren't ever told what life would look like when we got there. We were given a road map with lots of traffic rules, but no destinations. Further, we were expected to behave in certain ways, to follow the social norms of the times, and God forbid we should have expressed our real feelings. If we did, we were reprimanded or punished just for telling the truth. We were told that we weren't being good girls or boys. We weren't encouraged to talk about things that hurt us. On the contrary, we were told to be quiet, or we were ignored altogether. So we learned to bury that pain.